Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. The Savannah Bananas are the world-famous baseball circus that has captured the hearts of millions around the world. And on this edition of the Duke Loves Wrestling Podcast, we are going to be speaking to the founder, Jesse, one of the masters of ceremony, the young professor, Matt Grafer, one of the players, and even two-time World Series champion, Johnny Damon. Before we get to any of that, folks, I want to remind you, head over to liquidiv.com and use the promo code Duke Loves Wrestling. You're going to save 10% on your entire order. What are you waiting for? Shop better hydration today. Liquidiv.com, promo code Duke Loves Wrestling. And now, let's get on with the show. Look at what we have here, folks! To the only show that matters. The cream of the crop. Duke loves wrestling. And there is no one that does it better than your host. I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. The Duke. And I'm all out of bubblegum. Brothers and sisters, let me tell you something. The greatest live event experience I have ever had was recently at a Savannah Bananas game. This is an exhibition baseball game that is a mix of the circus, WWE, AAA baseball. I mean, just a little bit of everything all mixed up in there. A lot of pomp and circumstance, a lot of fun, excellent family-friendly entertainment. Kids love it. And I'm telling you right now, we're going to kick off this special episode of Duke Loves Wrestling Podcast with the founder of the Savannah Bananas. We are talking about the one, the only, the top banana, the head banana, Jesse Cole. <laughs> Jesse, we hear that pro wrestling has inspired you. Talk to me about that, bro. <laughs> It's been a piece of it. I, I think a lot of it's Walt Disney, P.T. Barnum, Saturday Night Live, Circus Soleil. I mean, we're looking at how do you create the greatest show in sports and how do you make it fun for fans. How does it feel to come back home and bring the Savannah Bananas here to Massachusetts? You're a Massachusetts guy. <laughs> yep. Talk to me about that. Oh, it's great. You know, a lot of friends, a lot of family around here. And just to be able to take it coast to coast has been unbelievable for us. You know, playing in front of 100,000 fans last year, now over half a million. Everything's sold out. It's special. Why should people come check out Savannah Bananas no matter where they are in the world? Uh, you're going to see something you've never seen before. It's the most fun uh, anyone's ever had playing baseball. And these guys enjoy it and they put on a show. Really great guy there, Jesse. I mean, listen, he is the head honcho there. He was busy running around all over the place. He had his banana yellow suit complete with top hat. This guy is dedicated to bringing the top level, top shelf entertainment to everyone. That partakes in a Savannah Bananas game, and it's just an experience that you'll never forget, folks. Like, seriously, this guy, Jesse, again, as he stated, you know, borrowing a little bit from uh, P.T. Barnum and the, the circus, so to speak, borrowing a little bit from Vince McMahon. This is a guy who is just in love with baseball as well, mixing all of those worlds together to deliver on what I believe is the most family-friendly 
the most customer friendly experience you will ever have in terms of entertainment. It is incredible. Okay. And it's all because this guy, Jesse Cole, he and his wife, now I want to make sure I give his wife uh, credit as well, but the two of them together, Jesse and Emily, they have put together just something special. And I'm telling you, if you get a chance, you want to check out the Savannah Bananas, no matter where you are, you know, they're on a uh, national tour right now. They're, they're technically on a world tour. They're going to be outside of the country in the not too distant future. You got to check their games out. You will have the experience of a lifetime. Bright colors. There's giveaways. There's always music blasting. People are dancing. There's a guy on stilts. I mean, it's just it's crazy. Just complete and utter chaos in all the right ways. The kids love it. They're dressed up as little bananas. Like It's just it's silly, man, but it's fun. And, and that's the thing. They don't stop. I mean, from the beginning to the very end, it is just nonstop entertainment, unlike anything you've ever experienced. Okay. And I want to let you know right now, a great friend of the show, someone whose career we have been fortunate enough to track through the years, the young professor, Matt Grafer, he is one of the masters of ceremony. He is one of the announcers for the Savannah Bananas. And my goodness, this guy is just incredible. You know, the, the passion that he has for everything, whether it be pro wrestling ring announcing or commentary, whether it be MMA ring announcing or commentary, whether it be basketball ring announcing or commentary. Now he's doing this with the Savannah Bananas and baseball commentary and, and announcing. This is a guy that just he jumps out at you. You can't miss him because he's wearing his bright colors, his cool shoes and all that good stuff. Incredible voice. Most importantly, though, passion dedication. Once again, he wants to put on a great show and certainly he delivers. Without further ado, our friend, the young professor, Matt Grafer. This is the young professor, Matt Grafer. And where are we today, sir? We are in beautiful, sunny Brockton, Massachusetts here today. Your backyard, dude. That's we're, right. We're here. That's right. You came to my hood. Yeah. You know, the Savannah Bananas have taken over Massachusetts, and we're going to ask the young professor the tough questions, starting off with, why do you dress so loud? I mean, what the hell is going on here? Look at this guy's well, shoes. Are you kidding me I right want, now? I mean, uh, I've established myself as a loud guy, as an announcer, as a hype man. The object is to be loud, and so now I just try to be loud even when I'm not audibly loud. Wow. I look loud, I sound loud, I am loud. Now, what kind of dippity-doo do you have in your hair today? Because uh, Oh, I got a little hair very, gel, you know. Yeah, I, grew up in, I grew up in the great state of New Jersey. You know, everybody's got to have a little uh, little hair gel. got to do a little, you know, a little bit of this, a little bit of that. You know what I mean? It's been five years, Professor. Yes. It's been five years since you first were in Duke Loves Wrestling. How does it feel to go from being a nobody to being one of the biggest stars, the biggest celebrities in all of baseball? Well, I wouldn't go as far as uh, well. You were that, a nobody. You were uh, a nobody. That's true. Okay. I, I was very low on the entertainment totem pole. That is for certain, uh, and it has been a an unbelievable progression in that time. And it's just it's it's incredible. It's it's wild to think about because in some ways it doesn't feel like it's been that long ago, but in other ways it feels like it's been an eternity. Sure. Because so much has happened, and that's just a testament to just grinding as hard as I can for as much as I can. I mean, 150 to 200 events every year since we first started talking, including, I mean, even the COVID year, I worked over 120 events where most people stopped. I kept going because I knew it was the opportunity to 
get myself further along. And, and, and here we are, another sold-out show for the Savannah Bananas, and this time here in the great state of Massachusetts. Love it. Love it. All right, so wrestlers. Let's talk wrestlers now. Let's do it. Who should be here? Okay, who do you want to see as part of the Savannah Bananas who is in the pro wrestling world? You know, it's funny. Now all of a sudden more pro wrestlers are approaching me about this. But about a year and a half ago, I reached out to a couple guys just to tell them show up for tryouts just to kind of make a scene because I thought they were very colorful. Uh, I talked to Stunt Marshall, who's a good friend of mine, because uh, he is as out there and bombastic and colorful as they come, which is certainly one of the prerequisites that we have here. Uh, I thought, especially at the time, a guy like Zicky Dice oh. would make for a nice addition. Colorful. Um, but characters along those lines that, that are just fun and over the top, that's uh, that's what we are here. So I, I think those are the types of characters that we would attract. Absolutely. Now, did you get a chance to eat some Massachusetts food? Come on. Talk uh, to at your All recommendation, right. we Uh-oh. went to uh, Legal Seafood yesterday. I uh, did have some of the uh, the clam chowder. Okay. Uh, All if, right. You know, am I saying that right? Am clam I getting it? chowder. Chowder. Chow- get it right, Frenchie. Chowder. <laughs> so how was the chowder? Delicious. Okay. Fantastic. Okay. All well, pricey, right. But, you know, yeah. you're, you're getting the good stuff. So now, you got to pay for the good did you get a bowl? Did you get a cup? I got a cup, but the cup was definitely a bowl. Um, so I got the smaller portion. And then, actually, I kind of kept it simple. I got fish and chips, but I'm pretty sure they gave me uh, a whale. Oh. It, was, it was massive. <laughs> so it was... Uh, it was good. It was he, delicious. He's a growing boy. Yeah. Don't you know that? Unfortunately, See? yeah. I love it. <laughs> Think about the future. All right. Where is this going here? Because I know in the beginning you could have never imagined the Savannah Bananas. We're literally talking about a national tour. The young professor right in the middle of it all. The crazy action. ESPN. The whole nine yards here. What happens next? We're growing still. I mean, the way we talk about this thing with the bananas is we are still in the first inning of, of what first this inning. really is. Yeah, which is wild to think about. But I, I would say maybe bottom of the first now because uh, the first, the first early first inning sure. is definitely the early first inning. Sure. This is another level up. But we have a lot to do. I mean, we have been calling this thing a world tour for three years now. You know, I've been here. This is my second year with the tour. But the first year prior to my arrival here, they did a one-city world tour. And even though that's funny, and it was once, and it was Mobile, Alabama, because if you're going to go one place, why not? Mobile, Alabama is the place that you want to go. But the reason they called it a world tour was that's where we're going. That's the idea here. Like it's a one-city world tour, haha. But no, really. This is going to be a world tour, so let's start it off. And now let's go. Last year was seven cities. This year is 33. Wow. Next year is slated to be bigger and better, and pretty soon it will be international. It's not just coast to coast, which we've already done. We are going further and wider, and, and that's where this is going. Okay. All right. Now, when it comes to bananas, how do you peel them? Okay. We need to know this as an expert. You are part of the Savannah Bananas family, so you know, young professor. I, you know, personally, I, I use a little, I, get, I keep just enough thumbnail to get that little slit so you oh, get so the stems, so you get to get it started, and, oh. then, and then one at a time, you know, preferably in four peels. Sometimes they get stuck together. That's not a great peel. No, no of course you not. You want to get the four is, is ideal. Now, I saw a flaming bat earlier. Yes. So, are we cooking bananas in here? What's going on? Uh, we don't cook them. We throw them. We smash smash them, uh, we light bats on fire, we dance, we sing, we get into all manner of shenanigans. I tell you what, even you being the big wrestling fan that you are, you know a thing or two about sports entertainment. You have never seen sports entertainment like this. And I I do think if you want to create the tie between wrestling and banana ball, I think both are sports entertainment. Different flavors for certain, but entertainment is the focus. The idea is to 
elicit emotions from our fans, and you're going to see that tonight. That is what we do. We do it a little different than than our friends in tights and spandex do, sure, but sure. nevertheless, we are eliciting emotions and reactions from people and sending everybody home happy, feeling something. Incredible, incredible. Who's your tailor? Come on, tell us the truth. Huh? <laughs> uh, you know, I have a local guy that I go to a little bit, but I actually am fortunate to have a size that works well off the rack for the most part. Okay. Like, as long as I get there, there's not a lot of, uh, maybe a little bit on the sleeves, I got to fix a little bit. But most of the time, the stuff kind of comes right out of the package the way Ready I need to it to come. So it's, uh, I'm fortunate in that regard. Advice for the younger kids out there, or anyone chasing their dreams, really, because you're chasing a dream, man, but you're actually Still, hitting it out of the park. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think the biggest thing is, is find what makes you special and stick with it and keep going. Uh, you know, I put up a meme, even jokingly yesterday, that meme that you saw with Barbenheimer. It's yep. got, you know, Einstein and Oppenheimer and Ken from Barbie. And Ken is obviously very dressed very bombastic and everybody's very boring and muted. Bombastic. You know, for the longest time, even like, including when I first met you, when I first started talking to you, the idea in wrestling in particular was, you know, you're not really meant to be seen, you're just meant to be heard. And, and I understand that, but... It's an overall production. We're here to put on a show for people. And, and everyone in your show, I think, should contribute in some way, shape, or form. That's what I stuck to. And I caught lots of flack from it. There were a lot of announcers and, and some wrestlers and people that were like, what is this guy doing? He's trying to outshine people. I really, that was never the intention. The, the intention was, how do I add to this show? How do I make it feel larger than life? And I found that. And I stuck with it. And that is exactly what we do here. But I think that's the biggest thing is you have to find what makes you special and you have to be good. And then you combine that with a lot of hard work, continuous repetitions. I mean, I mentioned it before, 150 to 200 events a year. That's how you get good and that's how you get seen. And the more you do it, it requires a lot of sacrifice, a lot of time. Not every payday is great. Not every person you interact with or work for is going to be great. True. But you know something, it all adds to your experience. And if you are smart and know where to go and when to go and you keep applying that methodology, I think it can take you very, very far. Incredible. Talk to me about the family, man. Family is great. Uh, it's, it's been a little hard on them, I think, on this tour, though, especially lately. We just did two weeks out in California. We're on this two-week trip right now in the Northeast, which are pretty long spans of time to be away, especially so close together. Sure. So I'm looking forward to our, our prep season, if you will, that begins in mid-September then goes till about February, where I can spend a little bit more time at home. Um, but we're, we're adjusting to it. But everybody's back in school. Kids are doing great. You know, Shanna's doing great, and she's uh, adjusting back to school. Even, you know, us teachers get a little bit of the back-to-school blues. Yep, yep. Summer is good, um, but everybody's good, and I'm just looking forward to getting home to see him after this weekend. I love it. The young professor, a man who continues to reach for the stars. He grabs them. He brings them down. Professor, God bless you, brother. So good to finally see you in person, my friend. A true friend of the highest order there, the young professor, Matt Grafer, and it's so wonderful that we've been able to document his journey, you know, as a commentator, as a master of ceremonies, as someone who is really stepping out there and making a name for himself in entertainment in general, and especially in sports entertainment. This dude, legitimately, he is the best of the best. And there is no question in my mind that within the next year, the young professor, Matt Grafer, is going to get to a point where he can't even walk down the street. I mean, that's how incredible he is at his job. The kids loved him. People wanted his autograph. They wanted to get pictures with him. And why not? You know, again, just a, a great professional, great voice, 
high energy, somebody who you would love to have to promote whatever it is that you're doing. And kudos to the Savannah Bananas for landing the young professor because this dude is in high demand. So this is awesome. And once again, it's just all part of this wonderful package, family friendly entertainment, sports entertainment, something like you've never seen before. The scale of this is incredible. Savannah Bananas. Speaking of which, one of the wonderful players of the Savannah Bananas, we're talking about our man, Cowboy Kyle. Let me tell you something. This is a tall, strapping young man, you know, handsome, great baseball player and really just a nice guy. He has his sparkly cowboy hat on. The kids love him. And he took some time to explain why he wears the hat and just how much he enjoys being part of the Savannah Bananas team. Without further ado, here is Cowboy Kyle. We are standing next to Kyle, one of the Savannah Bananas. He is my long lost cousin, originally from Jamaica, but he made his way here to Brockton, Massachusetts. He's going to share some uh, great love from the island of Jamaica. Kyle, what is your favorite Jamaican dish? Um, I could be wrong here, but I think I'm right. Jerk chicken. Jerk chicken. You see that? And you hear his accent, man. The guy's serious about it. <laughs> What's the best part about playing for the uh, Savannah Bananas? Um, I think it's it's pretty unanimous across you know both teams and both players on both sides. It's um, getting to have an impact on the next generation of baseball players, whether they're interested in baseball or not, whenever they come to our games. Um, it's just awesome having the platform that we have and getting to impact so many people that come to our games and, and watch digitally and see all of our videos. Awesome. Talk to me about the hat, man. Um, yeah, it's something I kind of picked up last year. Um, and kind of look for ways to stand out or kind of build your character, I guess you could say, so people could follow. Um, the easiest thing that we were going for our model was, you know, if a kid wants to dress up for you as Halloween, how are they going to do that? Wow. Like, how can you make that easy for kids that want to, um, you know, act like you, be like you, grow up and play baseball like you? So um, the cowboy hat kind of quickly became my, my thing. I pitched in it one game. Um, they really liked it. It doesn't really affect how I play at all. So um, we kind of stuck with it. And now a year later, I'm Cowboy Kyle now. So. I love it. I love it. And you pitch, what is it, 95 miles per hour? Is that what I hear? I've been up to 94 a couple times, but usually 90, 92. Incredible. Like Incredible. And well, a cowboy hat. So. That's right. <laughs> cowboy Kyle, okay, he is going to bring some jerk chicken on the mound today. <laughs> Savannah Bananas, that's right. Really, really great dude. And I'll tell you, I was having a conversation uh, with Shannon, who is one of the wonderful behind the scenes folks for the Savannah Bananas. And she was telling me, you know, everyone on the team is fantastic. Uh, She dropped a couple of names of people who she really has a special place in her heart for because of their wonderful stories and just the fact that they're so uh, respectful, dedicated to the team and what have you, which, you know, pretty much everyone, everyone that's part of the whole Savannah Bananas experience is that. And Kyle was definitely someone who was highlighted. And, and you can just tell by listening to him. Really, really nice guy. No, he's not really from Jamaica. But I want to have a little fun, see how he handled himself. And like a pro, you know, he had an answer for me, which was fantastic. So shout out to Cowboy Kyle. Definitely someone that the kids love. Someone that you would, would want to dress up as uh for Halloween and what have you there. Just really, really cool guy. Great athlete as well. Now, without further ado, we have a guy who won a World Series championship with the Boston Red Sox. 
He won a World Series championship with the New York Yankees. Legitimately has a wonderful head of hair. Really nice guy. If if I were to rate this guy, right? If I were to rate this guy on a scale of one to 100 of how great of a guy he is, I'm going to give him a 99, okay? And I'm only going to give him a 99 for this reason. I'm a Yankees fan, as you all know, even though I'm born and raised, Boston, still here, never going away. I love my city. I love my my Commonwealth of Massachusetts. But hey, I got to root for my Yankees. It's just the way it is, Jack. But I got to tell you something. This guy who literally used to be part of my New York Yankees, won a championship with us. He had some not so cool things to say about uh, the current iteration of the New York Yankees. And you're going to hear it right now. Now, let me tell you, I'm just going to preface this by saying he's not he's telling the truth. He had all his facts and figures, but it, that doesn't mean he had to say it to my face. <laughs> Without further ado, our man, Mr. Johnny Damon. Check it out. We are here with the great Johnny Damon. Okay, he is a hero because not only did he win a championship with the Boston Red Sox, but he came to the New York Yankees, won with us as well. Johnny, how are you, sir? Oh, I'm doing fantastic. Uh, a lot better than how the Yankees are playing right now. Oh, and, boy. <laughs> and I'm sorry they haven't got back since uh, they let me go. You know, it's been 14 years. and uh, Have you created counting. a new Yankees curse? Is that what happened to you? Well, I mean, it's a great thing that we can start talking about because I helped reverse the curse here in Boston and uh it's been 14 years and they they haven't gone to the World Series I mean it'd be different if they went and possibly lost but they haven't been back and it seems like there's uh they're sitting at 60 and 60 right now it does not look good but they have a talented team um they just need to get over this funk and who knows if they can do it before the season um is over because I was doing my math you know really good math guy if they go 25 and 17 the rest of the way, they only have 85 games. And I got to think that most teams that they're trying to catch for a wild card spot are. They're going to be 90. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, they're not going to be losing every no. day because no, um, no some are going to win, some are going to lose. But there's too many teams for the Yankees to climb past. Can they do it? Yes. So we just have to wait and see. You bring in your. Great luck, not good luck, great luck to the Savannah Bananas. What's that all about? Oh, I'm just going out there and having some fun. I mean, this is uh, a very talented group of young baseball players who can backflip, who, who can walk on stilts and still play baseball. And I'm just out here for the fun of it. You know, I'm turning 50 later on this year, so it's a big it's a big birthday year for me. So I'm going to do my best so uh, and have as much fun as possible. Yes, sir. Do you know how difficult it was to sit there and listen to Johnny Damon, again, with his his flowing locks, talk about my Yankees in such a way? I mean, oh my goodness, how heartbreaking was that? <laughs> Johnny, what are you doing? With me? You know something? And, and I'm not going to put up with this because I, I'm part of the family, you know, the Steinbrenners, they, they love their Duke, and I have to stick up for uh, our Yankees family, our Yankees fandom, the club. It's what it's all about. If I'm going to wear the pinstripes, then I need to step up to the place. So Johnny Damon, I'm going to tell you right now, if you don't uh, find a way to help the Yankees make it into the wild card, make it to the uh, playoffs, and win the World Series this year, I don't care if you're on the team or not. If you don't find a way 
to get rid of this curse that you've put on us 14 years ago, 14 years straight, then Johnny Damon, you are no longer uh, allowed to wear the pinstripes. That's it. It doesn't matter if you're not in Major League Baseball anymore. It doesn't matter if you're officially a Savannah banana. I don't listen. I don't want to hear about it. You are no longer allowed to don the pinstripes, Johnny Damon, unless you get rid of this curse that you've put on us. Okay. See that? I'll talk tough. I'll defend my Yankees against Johnny Damon. And, and I'll tell you, the guy still has it. His first at bat, he scored the first run of the game. <laughs> He's able to smack a single and bring a guy home. So, I mean, the, the guy is still sharp. Told me he hadn't picked up a bat in weeks and what have you, but yet he still was able to get it done out there. Uh, just, I'm telling you, Jesus, Johnny Damon, are you kidding me? He's playing with the Savannah Bananas, having a good time. Doug Flutie was there. There's a bunch of other stars and, and important people uh, in the building, so to speak, there. It was at uh, Campanelli Stadium, you know, home of the Brockton Rocks which is pretty awesome here in Brockton, Massachusetts. So it's fun to have a local uh, stadium get that type of excitement, you know, and and especially on the South Shore. So a lot of folks, it was easy for them to get to. And certainly it was capacity. I mean, I think you can fit about 5,000 people in that stadium. There was definitely, I believe there was way more than that because there were so many people standing, you know, and it's, it's interesting with the Savannah Bananas because- they do a parade in order to welcome the fans into the stadium. So they literally will march you in. We're talking the the players and the MCs, Jesse, the owner. They're all out there just having a great time hyping everybody up. They march you into the stadium and there's just action. There's music. There's excitement going on. The, the joy that uh, the kids had on their faces, it was just incredible. You know, again, I, I I think back to my time as a as a child going to the circus, which was a big deal. You know, even Disney on Ice, things like that. Uh, obviously, WWE live events, seeing the Red Sox play, or, or seeing you know what used to be the Pawtucket Red Sox play. Seeing hey, seeing the Brockton Rocks uh, as it got older and what have you here, playing Little League as a as a kid. All of those elements are within this Savannah Bananas presentation and the action itself, Savannah Bananas versus the party animals, you can't fake that. That's real baseball. It's what they're playing. They have their own rules. You know, they call it banana ball, uh, which is really interesting, really fun. The games are two hours and they move, man. I mean, it's, it's just all action all the time, music playing. And it's interesting because you'll hear some hip hop, you hear some country, you hear some classic rock. And then you'll hear like a commercial, like a BK commercial or, or, you know, Coca-Cola commercial where, you know, these are jingles that we know. So people are singing along, dancing along. They play the SpongeBob SquarePants song and the kids were just singing at the top of their lungs, dressed up as bananas, just having a ball, man. And there were, you know, Dunkin' Donuts was giving away donuts and things like that. There were kids who were doing different things in between innings. Um, winning prizes. You had a little girl who won the prize of being able to help everyone uh, stretch, get ready for the game. So whatever she did, the the crowd had to stand up and do. She was doing jumping jacks. She did jumping jacks. She was raising her arms. She raised her arms. Just really incredible interactive um, activity here. And it's it's it was racking my brain. I, it really 
threw me for a loop because I'm sitting there thinking to myself, it's not like these folks have this mega marketing campaign going on. It really isn't. This is word of mouth. This is a mastery of, of social media. I mean, they have more followers in certain types of social media than, you know, sports teams, sports leagues. I mean, look at TikTok. Jesus. So these folks have really mastered the art of getting the word out from a, a organic place as opposed to spending millions and millions on traditional marketing, what have you. And I think this is going to be replicated by other brands. I think folks are really going to hone in on what the Savannah Bananas are doing and try to replicate this because it's a winner, man. Winner, winner, chicken dinner for sure. And it is such a fun, electric experience. The young professor said something to me. He said, listen, even if you're the most serious person in the world, and I sure am, Everybody knows Duke loves wrestling. I am a serious guy. You know, we said, even if you're the most serious person in the world, there's no way you can't have fun at a Savannah Bananas game because if you're serious, everybody else isn't, you're the oddball out. And he's absolutely right. You know what I mean? It's, there, was, there was not a person in the entire stadium who didn't have a big smile on their face, including the event staff, including the, you know, the emergency personnel, police, what have you. The, the, they had bomb sniffing dogs. Uh, thank goodness for that. And the dogs are having a good time. So I mean, it's just it, it was crazy, man. And if you would have saw the concessions lines, that's the thing. I'm sitting here because, you know, my brain works this way. I have a background in, in government. So I'm thinking about the tax revenue being generated as well. The concessions lines never faded. They were just long, long, long people getting the, the French fries and the soft drinks, the beers, the whatever, uh, as you would expect at an exhibition baseball game. It just it was incredible. The whole thing was just fun to see. And to see how on so many different levels, this is healthy. This is great entertainment that everyone, even if you're not a baseball fan, you can come to a Savannah Bananas game and have a great time because the dancing, uh, th there's a dancing umpire who is just nuts. The DJ, who is the true master of all ceremonies there, he is on point with the music, knows when to switch it up, knows what to play to get people excited. Incredible. And just all the players, man, you know, we, we heard from uh, Cowboy Kyle, but all of the players, just these are incredible athletes doing backflips and all kinds of other crazy things. It's just it's wild. And the energy expended by everyone who's involved in the presentation is something that will just shock you. They just are go, go, go the whole time, the whole time. So it's 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 tremendous incredible experience that I want to share with everybody. Like, I'm serious, man. Find a way, get yourself some tickets, go to a Savannah Bananas game, enjoy yourself. Now, listen, they're often sold out. So I'm going to put out a challenge there. I, I want everybody speak to your local, um, you know, stadiums, your major league stadiums, your, your, your football stadiums, who have you. I'm pretty sure that the Savannah Bananas can pack, pack in the big stadiums. So why not? And the bigger the stadium, the more people can come and enjoy this experience. And I'm telling you, it is an experience. So I'm encouraging everyone, talk to your local sports teams, talk to your local elected officials. You want the Savannah Bananas to come to a city near you, but you want them in the big stadium so we can get more people in there. 
Let's talk to these youth groups. Let's talk to these schools. Let's get these kids in there so they can see something that's positive. Great athletes, great time. You don't have to be negative to have a good time. That's the whole point there. And really, you know, just kudos to everybody. You know, there's just a, a great bunch of people who love working together, who love putting on a show uh, for the masses. And certainly they deliver, man. You know, it, it was interesting to see some of the other media personalities locally here from all the major broadcasting channels and newspapers and what have you. They were wrapped up in the action. You know, they, they were completely over the moon for what was going on. And it, it's just it's something else. I, again, shout out to uh, Shannon behind the scenes there. Shout out to uh, Kara, Kara Heather, you know, uh, uh, another one or heater, excuse me, Kara Heater. Uh, shout out to her. Shout out to everybody who helped make the Savannah Bananas the experience that it is. And shout out to our guests, including Johnny Damon, which Johnny, again, you heard what I said, buddy. Reverse the curse or you're done with the pinstripes. We're not bringing you back. Okay, that's it. <laughs> my good. Listen, that's that's my wrestling promo of, of the day. You know, I got to get something wrestling related in there. Uh, hit the quota. This is a wrestling show, but listen, if you love entertainment, you're going to love the Savannah Bananas, especially if you're a wrestling fan. I promise you that. Anyways, Duke Loves Wrestling on Facebook, on Twitter, DukeLovesWrestling at gmail.com. Keep an eye on a YouTube channel. I'm going to be putting up video. That's right. We got some video from the game and just all the excitement and what have you there, so you'll definitely want to check that out. And that's it. Listen, as always, be kind to yourselves and be kind to others. Take it away, Tony Schiavone. This is Tony Schiavone, and we're desperately out of time on Duke Love Wrestling. Let's talk hydration. See, I carry something to drink with me every single place that I go because I am concerned about being dehydrated. It runs in the family. Everything from dry mouth dizzy spells, fainting. It's pretty serious. And I've tried all the different types of waters and sports drinks. Let me tell you something right now. Liquid IV. That has been the most efficient at keeping me hydrated and doing so pretty quickly. Okay, Liquid IV has five essential vitamins and is two times faster at keeping you hydrated than water alone. And I'm serious, man. Everything from vitamin C to vitamins B3, B5, B6, B12. Liquid IV also is non-GMO, so it's free from gluten, dairy, soy. So for all you folks out there with food allergies, this may be right up your alley. And I know what you're thinking, but how does it taste, Duke? Well, it tastes pretty good. Okay, we're talking my favorite in pina colada. They also have tropical punch, strawberry, new flavors like sea berry and strawberry lemonade. Huh enjoy this stuff man but don't take my word for it i want you to stop what you're doing right now and head over to liquidiv.com use the promo code duke loves wrestling so you get 20 percent off your entire order i mean anything that you order on liquidiv.com so what are you waiting for it's time for you to shop better hydration today use the promo code duke loves wrestling over at liquidiv.com Save yourself 20%, stay hydrated, most importantly, enjoy life. That's right, 